Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Elizabeth Best once there on the trumpet. <laughs> I've been practicing it, really hard. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Harris. Welcome and of to. Of course, I'm Elizabeth Best. Apparently, trumpet player. While I'm talking, mute, I'm very talented. Mute, muted trumpet by Elizabeth Best as she puts her instrument away. You join us here on a mini sode of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past, and today's little episode is a stories edition. Mm-hmm. And Liz is all up and about. She loves the stories. I do. Of they're my <laughs> favorite. So it's going to be short. It's going to be sweet. And and, um, Might we'll, not be sweet, but it'll be short. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just barrel into it. I'll get us. I'll get us started. Okay, if you'd like, go. Elizabeth. I dated a guy for four months after we were set up on a blind date. Oh yeah. We were both in the same career field, and I felt we had a lot in common and got along amazingly. He talked about me meeting his family. I've never considered marriage or kids and all that, but this guy made me feel things I'd never had before. Looking back, there were signs this was completely one-sided. He stopped responding one day, and I didn't think much of it. But days. Mm-hmm. Turned to weeks, then months. I was a wreck. Fast forward two years, and I'm offered a part-time job at a hospital, which I accept. And who is assigned to train me? My ghost. (gasps) Oh... He acted as if he didn't even know who I was. Oh, what an arsehole. After four months. Which How dare you? Hurt so much. Me I my left, parents, by the way, nothing. I left every shift in tears because I clearly still had feelings for him. I only lasted oh, a few months before quitting. Oh. Just open the, open the, open the batting there. I would have confronted him. Yes. I would have confronted him yes. and been like, hello, you know who I but am. But you forget that you weren't always as ready to confront. That's you true. You weren't always I, as, I was just as well I was discussing this with a friend of mine last night who is also similarly outspoken as I am. And we were both talking about how it was because we were both incredibly shy and bullied when we were younger that we are this outspoken now. I have a very short one for you. It's possibly one of the shortest stories. Oh, boy. Um, uh, One night I had a knock on my door and and complained. Sorry, it's not. Let me just rephrase how it's written. (laughs) Um, One night I had a neighbor knock on my door and complain about my noisy sex over the previous weekend. I'd been away that weekend. Ah. That is how I found out he was cheating. Upon my realisation, my neighbour gave me the biggest hug and cooked me dinner with his family and it was an act of kindness that I will never forget. What a stinging but lovely but horrible story. At first I picture the neighbour like because the neighbour hears someone having loud sex all weekend It's like, all right, and you don't, generally you talk yourself into going over and making up with You go, all right, no I won't. All right, I will. No, I. Uh, all right, I will. And then you do, and then you completely ruin. Well, I suppose it's good she found out, but uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take over. All right. Oh boy. Now this is stories. We don't have to give advice. No. We don't have to. We don't have to query what happened. But I'm probably going to anyway. Well, but yes, this one rooms uh, leaves room for a bit of that. Mm-hmm. I had been dating a guy for almost two months. Everything seemed like it was going well. 
We had made plans to go out the following weekend. Then he texted me that he was in the emergency room and would need to cancel our date. Oh no. Of course I was worried, so I texted and called him numerous times to see how he was doing, but he didn't respond. <gasps> Eleven days went by and I constantly went back and forth between worry, confusion and anger that he might be ghosting me. I finally texted, texted him, Are you dead? He told oh. me he was just released from the hospital after emergency heart surgery. Oh, wow. I felt terrible. I asked him how he was doing and how I could support him. He said he needed time to recover and would follow up soon. I never heard from him after that. I texted him to follow up a couple of times with no response. It was, it was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life because I had no idea what was real and what, what, and what wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. Was he ghosting me the first time and just felt bad when I asked him if he was dead and made up the whole story about the surgery? Or was the surgery real and the re- relationship was just too much to deal with? I'll never know. That's so frustrating because my initial uh, gut instinct would be he's lying about everything. But also then, if he's not, I totally get that something might be too much. But then, is it really (laughs) that hard to be like, hey, so obviously emergency heart surgery is a big-ass deal and I just don't feel like I want to be dating anyone at the moment, but thanks for your concern. This is why I prefaced with, this is a stories episode. I know. We don't have to pull this one apart, but but I'm I'm going to. It's going to happen. All right. So this one starts off with, hi, Liz and Tom, I hate dating apps and will be single forever. Smiley face, heart. (laughs) Um, Basically, for this date, we went out for drinks at a restaurant near his apartment. I had three drinks and two shots, but he kept making comments about how I was babysitting my drink and not drinking it fast enough. I didn't think that was weird at the time, but given what happened, it seems weird now. Like, he was trying to get me really drunk. And he also made a lot of comments about liking my phone case for whatever reason and my pop socket combo. Again, didn't really think that was weird until now. After we leave the restaurant, we go back to his apartment and I vividly remember putting my phone in my front left pocket. We spent some time on his balcony outside and he hugged me from behind and this is where I think he took my phone. We're kissing a little bit. It's kind of late at this point and I think to text my friends and let them know I'm okay. So I reach for my phone and I realize it's gone. I look everywhere in the apartment. It's definitely gone. I ask him to call the restaurant. He says the line is busy. Weird. So I get my shoes and make my way towards the door. He follows. We walk back to the restaurant and he forgot a mask so I go inside and he has to wait outside. I'm inside for maybe three minutes and when I come back he's gone. He left me there so I ended up driving home without a phone. Once I get home I use my mum's phone to check my phone's location and it's at his apartment so I texted him and asked him to leave it at the front desk so I could pick it up but my messages never went through. They just never said delivered. I had my friend call him to give the benefit of the doubt thinking maybe his phone was just off or dead but he picked up on his phone so he blocked me and then I noticed he'd also blocked me on Instagram. My friend is running a background check on him now to see if there's any other shady behavior documented and also while we were at the restaurant he said his worst date was with this girl who lost his her car keys on the date i'm starting to think that maybe he stole them too yes amazing all that to steal a phone does that it's the long it's sort of the medium to long con hey baby let's go on a date hey how about we get to close really like your phone drink up baby like and then pickpocket her (laughs) it's weird wow wow yeah i the the one thing that men do have is the audacity yes we've got that in bucket loads my friend wow i i want to explore it more and question and query and analyze but that's not what we're here to do drop a story and we run this is sunday afternoon easy breezy tom and liz we've got our feet up what do you want advice (laughs) but not my problem 
Ask somebody else. I don't know advice today. But what I do have for you kids is another story. <laughs> All right, last one from, from Harris before he, he clams up. Yeah. It was the first official date after my divorce. Oh. Congratulations. I had messaged back and forth with this guy, Chris, for a while. He seemed nice. He told me he, he really liked good food and beer, just like I did. Had a decent sense of humor. Didn't sound like a serial killer when we talked on the phone. So he asked me to meet him and just gave me an address to his favorite place. Cool. This comes from America, by the way, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hello, America. <laughs> Are you okay? You've really turned into <laughs> this whole easy listening Sunday afternoon. It's fantastic. Like- uh, I should have looked up what was at the address, but I thought, oh, what the hell? Why would you not do that? It's to his favorite place. No. It was Applebee's. Oh. He That's like, up- so the equivalent in Australia of Applebee's is like... <sighs> We don't. I mean, kind of it's have it's like one way. step up from Macca's. Like it's, it's kind of like a family restaurant, restaurant in a yeah. fast food guise. But we all have our favourites. It was Applebee's. He shows up late and didn't really resemble his pictures exactly. Mm. And he kept touching me with his cold, damp hands oh. and went on and on about how much he was making an hour at his job while he was drinking a Miller Lite. An older couple across the bar kept sending me Sun King beers when he'd get up to use the restroom because he was so nervous. I thought about leaving because it was so awkward, but then he told me he lived in an apartment building with a group of elderly women. One did his laundry, and he'd pay her back by giving her massages. Just, that's his living room. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's just how he... I almost lost it. <laughs> but I was saved by, by, by my daughter calling me. I told him I had to go. He said he'd like to see me again. Uh, I said I didn't think so. He said okay and insisted on walking me to the car. I thanked him for the interesting evening and he went in for a kiss and I about ran away to get in my car. Oh, no. So he still went for the kiss after the oh, sort of love. the overall the, schmozzle of a this performance. This is the thing, like, like, that wasn't the most hideous of dates. But no. surely no. someone... Not at all. Before they get to a lean-in kiss situation, has read a signal that someone wants to get out of there. Like yes. I just don't understand when those signals can be that badly missed. Is it an is it an assumption that I've got the I've got the date? Therefore, some people the kiss do is, definitely. I mean, again, it's that fucking yeah. audacity. <laughs> like it's it's I've I know of people who have been sent like. PayPal requests for money once they have it put out on the end of a date going, well, I shelled out this for drinks, so here's what you owe me. That's a ballsy move, my friend. I want to know, does that ever work? Does someone ever go, Some I'm so sorry I didn't put out, here's the money that you paid for my two drinks. Guilt guilt is a a very powerful emotion to be used on you. Ladies, gents, and everybody in between, if anybody sends you a bill for a date because you didn't hook up with them, tell them to fuck right off out of your life I can and send them a bill <laughs> for your hourly rate of time. I can only promise you, I can promise you that I'll never send you a bill or Venmo or anything because I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know how. So that's... Yeah, that don't, <laughs> don't ever let someone make you feel like you have to pay them yep. back because you didn't put out. That is a whole lot of bullshit. 100%. Now, before we go, I'd just like to read out a couple of lovely reviews views that we've had um, because you know when people review us on Apple it makes so much of a difference you can have one review put you up into some sort of new and noteworthy list for the week it makes a world of difference so what I want to
want to do is read out just two or three little um, reviews that we've had posted that made me feel all happy inside, which, you know, it's, it's my goal in life is to have that feeling a lot more often than I do. All right. So the first one is from M. Rhodesy. Hello, And M. the headline is Love, Love, Love. This is a five-star review. Oh. I live on a remote cattle station with a lot of guys, and this is my escape to have the girly chats that I miss so much. <laughs> uh. I'm often caught in hysterics by my co-workers. I tell my friends to listen, even the ones that hate podcasts. Oh. So thanks, M. <laughs> Thank you, that M. That is a beautiful, I'm beautiful glad I can review. provide you the girly chats that you don't get. <laughs> When you're stuck out there with the men. That's really good. But thank you for writing in. That's very sweet of you. Yes. And I've got another very short one from Rough Diamond 83333. Okay. <laughs> uh, the headline is My New Binge. And it just says, great little podcast. Haven't stopped listening for three days. Wow. I three were, whole days. I'm glad we don't have we to give you advice. We took up three days of somebody's time and good they were Lord. happy about it. Seek medical help, I How would advise. lovely is that? Well, I, I think we, and I think I want to do a, just a big hello to everyone listening to us around the world. We here in Australia, and specifically in Brisbane, forget how forget how big the world is sometimes. We've now got listeners all over the globe. It's really yeah, exciting. It's, it's exciting, and it's strange. Like, um, for example, for this week, we are charting in China for comedy interviews. There so we go. That's <laughs> hello, kind of nice. Hello, China. My, <laughs> my Mandarin is very poor, um, um, so I, I can't address everyone in your native language. We also... Germans and French, you're in luck but apart from that we start to really drop off, off other languages and we also now um, quite frequently actually chart in New Zealand yes um, which is wonderful and now that they've just announced there's a travel bubble between Australia and New Zealand if, if anyone from New Zealand wants to come and be a guest yes. on their holiday if You're you allowed. want to come over to Brisbane you don't have to quarantine or anything get in touch because we would like to hear from you absolutely you can send your stories through to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or even just drop us a line on any of our social medias um, or in our Ghost of Boyfriends Past group therapy group um, or again please please send us a little review if you enjoy listening at all because we love hearing from you guys thank you so much <laughs> Are you sick of humans? Do you want to learn cocktail facts to horrify your coworkers at your next fancy Christmas party? Or do you simply want to horrify the next person that rants about what lifestyle is or is not quote-unquote natural? Then you should listen to Phonication, one of the most ethically questionable podcasts out there, dedicated to unnecessary education and airing out Mother Nature's dirty laundry. Tune in for exciting phrases such as love darts, elastic navel cavities, echolocation jamming reproductive organs, and inconveniently located teeth. If any of those phrases horrified you, that's okay. You're completely normal, and I welcome you and your affliction anyways. So stop by and learn about all the Google searches I did so you don't have to. Phonication is available on all platforms and for as long as I fly under the FBI's radar. New episodes every other hump day, because of course I chose Wednesday. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.